I hadn't had sex in over a year. I mean, he was playing video games instead of having sex with me. It was just, you know, I, I didn't feel the attention and the love and uh, I started to resent him. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know, those deep, dark secrets we probably want to go to our grave with are those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, my guest is Samantha. Now, Samantha, I have a question for you. Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? My secret is cheating on my ex-boyfriend without any guilt. Ooh, I, I cannot relate to that at mm -hmm. all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously he's an ex. So when did this happen? This happened uh, back when I was on the other coast. I was living in LA at the time. Mm -hmm. And this was about uh, eight years ago. I was in a relationship obviously. obviously. Um, <laughs> I was very, very, very unhappy. I was depressed and feeling very lonely, even though I had a boyfriend. So, um, was this a live in boyfriend or you didn't live with him? We lived together. We lived okay. together in this beautiful, beautiful townhouse. I, I lived an idyllic life. You would think from somebody like, you know, just seeing me, um, you know, like thinking, Oh, Samantha has it all. She has this beautiful apartment, this good-looking boyfriend, tall, handsome, smart. And I, I was miserable. So I just, I needed to get out. I needed to get out, but I didn't know how or why. And I was very, very confused and I was stuck. Um, so I didn't plan it. It wasn't this I devious, um, <laughs> I'm going to cheat on my boyfriend and I, this is how I'm going to end it, the relationship. It never is like that. It's <laughs> never like you plan it. It's just like these little things happen. 
where it's like intrigue, flirting, and they just stack up and it kind of, so take us through that procedure of how it occurred. Okay. The good stuff. Yeah. The stuff the listeners want to hear. Exactly. So I had, uh, I had a job that took me to Vegas so mm, I was Sin a, City. Exactly. I know it's such a, a <laughs> cliche. I know it's such a cliche. I know. But I, I didn't think about it. I was gonna be busy with work and I thought, oh, I like to gamble, you know, music, whatever. Uh, so I was busy at a convention, a trade show. And um, you know, I had been had a boyfriend and I hadn't really been going out and seeing guys at all, but I was getting so much attention. I was getting checked out left and right. And there was just hot men everywhere. <laughs> I just wasn't used to it. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, I was enjoying flirting and, and, you know, met a few guys. Isn't that, were that like the best rush in the world? Yeah. Like better it's- than drinking, better than eating a good piece of cake. Like when some, when you're getting checked out as a woman, it's like this yes. euphoric high where you feel so powerful. Mm-hmm. It was exactly, and it was just what I needed. It was just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> I was feeling, I was feeling like, like a badass. I was feeling like this is oh, amazing and I can't get enough of it. Um, so at first it was innocent. I, mm-hmm. you know, I would flirt and meet guys and we, you know, we're networking. It's a trade show and getting some um, business cards here and there. Of course, just business cards, just to do business maybe down the line. Exactly, business. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, the business turned to like the evening. We had little get-togethers, such a cliche. I mean, um, we go to the bar and we're drinking. And this one man, I walked into this party. He just caught my eye. I caught his eye. And this beautiful, piercing blue eyes, mm. gorgeous eyes. He's tall. He had like, he's a silver fox, tall silver fox. Oh, I love silver fox. It, like Coop, Anderson Cooper, those like gray hair. Okay, I'm picturing yeah. it. We're all picturing yeah. it. Go. <laughs> yeah, strong jawline, tall. I mean, I'm, I'm tall, so he was towering over me. Uh, so it, I mean, eventually we're going to talk to each other. I knew it. This guy had confidence and I... I'm thinking I'm going to be like flirting with this guy. So he comes over. It's quick. He just, he has no shame and just starts talking to me. And um, then he was just, it was hardcore. He was buying me drinks and making sure that, that he had my attention. Um, And he did. And uh, I always call that they like wine and dine you 69 yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't even get the dine. I was just getting. You like, just got the wine. wine. <laughs> I, know, I know. And I thought, wow, this guy is so sexy. I, I just, and I can't stop talking to him. And then um, it felt like this is, this is going to happen. And I started getting a little nervous just because I hadn't. Oh, I didn't even mention this before. I hadn't had sex in over a year. Oh, so uh, you and your boyfriend were not having sex at the time. Yes, that's, that is, that's a big piece of information. But this. here's my question about that before we move on. Did, how long were you guys together, you and your boyfriend? We were together about, it was coming up to six years. Mm. We've been together. The first three years were good. Those first three years were, I mean, we were, having sex nonstop and we were friends and it was, it felt like a good relationship. 
But the last three years, it just, it was just, we were friendly. Uh, you know, we're the same astrological sign. So I feel like in, in some ways we were too similar and the attraction just kind of went away. Mm. I mean, he was playing video games instead of having sex with me. It was just, you know, I, I didn't feel the attention and the love and uh, I started to resent him. So I understand if like the attraction goes away, but also I have to say, even I'm like a long-term relationship person, even when I'm attracted to somebody and it's still hard when you're in a long-term relationship to like reinvent that spark. Do you find that still in any relationship you've been in? Yes. Once it's gone, um, I mean, I, I've had, well, right now I'm in the longest relationship ever in my life. Um, but this one was a very long relationship for me. And I, I felt like I didn't, I, I, it's not the same. I felt like we're not going to get that spark back. Um, it's not worth that. It's not worth it. It wasn't worth, it wasn't worth the work to put in. Got effort wasn't worth it. And I I just knew, and I go with my, my gut with my, you know, this just felt like there's something was off with them. Plus I was, I was unhappy with other parts of my life, my career, um, I just, I just couldn't, I was depressed. I was, gotcha. you know, having like, I was like, not just, um, situationally depressed. I was clinically depressed. I was taking medication and everything. So, um, you know, all those, act, those things, factors lead to not a happy person and I'm not happy. He's not happy. We're not going to sleep together. So this was a year of not sleeping together. And we were getting along, but I mean, if you're not sleeping together, then that's, that's not a relationship for yeah. me. That's not a relationship. So, so um, the silver Fox swooped in with his yes. bright yes. blue eyes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thought, mm, hello. <clears throat> so what are you doing this evening? And I said, I don't have any plans after this. So that was it. He came over to my hotel room and we proceeded to do everything that you can think of. <laughs> How graphic can you get? I don't know. <laughs> no, but like, did you know his first name? Was it? Oh, yes. oh, okay, sure. I didn't know if it was For like sure. you just like flirted and then you no, just went to no. the room. But that is yeah. like a lot of women's fantasies is, yeah. I don't know your name. You don't know mine. Let's go. Oh, at least I wanted, I wanted a little bit of uh, some kind of connection. Like I know your name. I didn't feel like uh, I'm not into, yeah, like wham, bam, you know, thank you, ma'am. I'm, I'm out. I wanted yeah. at least to, to have a, a connection with him. And um, we, we did have a few drinks and talked. We did, we did have conversations and everything. So um, the conversation just led to the bedroom. So and how was it? It was amazing. Ah. It was, oh my God. God, it was, I was blown away and he was blown away. (laughs) It was amazing. I felt so high. I felt I was just glowing. I mean, I was literally glowing and it was some of the best sex. I mean, after a year without um, sleeping with somebody, it was just like, uh, like I feasting. I was, it was like Thanksgiving. I was just like, feasting and you feasting. Were gluttonous. Yes. I couldn't get enough. And it was, I mean, we went, we did everything all night. I, I didn't sleep at all. So I just had this man in my bed and he just t- took me and I enjoyed every second. And I did not think about my ex or I'm sorry, my boyfriend at the time. Right. But was think. he texting? Did he try to call you? Did you have to hit 
decline? Uh, no, he wasn't checking in on me and he trusted me. I, it was good that he trusted me. And yeah, I just, I thought, okay, that happened. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. And my ex doesn't need to know. So that, you know, it just kind of, I compartmentalized it. Got you. Say that. Yes, I compartmentalized it. I have been known to do that myself. <laughs> just, you know, we like, I did it and I don't need to, you know, answer for anything or, or feel, I don't feel intense guilt. Plus I was busy. I, I didn't have time to really Did you tell it. any of your friends? Oh, for sure. You did? Sure. Yeah, I told one of my besties. Yes. And um, they were so excited for me. They, uh, you know, were like, oh, my God. Because apparently I didn't realize it is that my friends were not a big fan of my boyfriend. They thought that he was, I don't know, like kind of a jerk. <laughs> I, did, I didn't see it. I didn't see all these things. They thought he was um, ignoring me and that he just wasn't good enough for me. And, you know, it was just really sweet. So my friends supported me. 100%. They were on team Samantha. They wanted me to um, spread my wings and, and fly away. So that night was incredible. It actually led to two nights of, you know, nonstop, like passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, I had to come home. And that was interesting because I was still glowing. Right. <laughs> so you had to go I, back to reality. How yes, was that? It was fine it was fine and that's where the interesting part is that I didn't feel bad I felt like this was for me this is what I needed and I'm going to be selfish but I'm just going to own it because I feel so much better Mm. it was it was it was like um, it was it was a turning point for me and that I, I would go back and do it again in a heartbeat because after that that all pieces started falling into place for me. That depression, I started to get a handle on that. And we eventually did break up. That How long did that take? It took about, I say, several months before it happened, before um, we decided to, actually, I decided that I was going to move away. I was going to leave, um, move to New York, actually. Mm. So I was finding myself, the confidence was um, starting to, you know, build. And I knew that I was ready to move on with my life and the relationship. And he didn't know about the cheating, but it eventually came out. He did, he did find out. How? (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I put it off, put it off, put it off. And he kept asking, he wanted to know why, 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 why was I leaving? He kept pushing. And then he finally said, did you sleep with somebody? And it just came out. I said, yes, I did. Bam. Okay. I'm so proud of you because me in the past, I've I've lied about it. I, I, you know, kept it such a secret internally that it was eating me alive. And I really give props to anyone that owns it and comes out and says, yes, I did. 
it's that is hard. so hard. It's so hard. It was really, it was really hard. And when it came out of my mouth, I was surprised. I thought, oh, I, I thought I was going to keep that to myself to my grave. But he, he just, that was it. Space, I could just see it was, it was over. He needed to know. And, it, and he had you know, a right to know too. You know, like he had a right to know, yes, I did. And that's why we don't need to be together. So it helps him heal instead of like this thing that he can't understand. Exactly. Exactly. It was, it was something that tangible for him to understand. And it was, I I said, it's not you, it's me. You know, that came out of my mouth. I thought, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) um, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And he... And it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily him. It was just our relationship. That's what it was. It wasn't meant to be. And I was feeling much better. I needed, I needed that. So it took a few months of us still living together and packing. So I was moving on top of that. I had to get out of this, you know, living situation. (laughs) And it just was a lot. I mean, I, months of um, breaking up, you know, we had to sleep in the same bed. <laughs> oh my God. That's the thing. That's what people are mostly scared of is that, that horrible in between, especially mm-hmm. if you live together and you're an adult and the, and you're breaking up. I always dreaded that. Yes. So I would just keep the secrets and like expand them. So I would never have to actually deal with that horrible experience. Yeah. You think it's easier. Just, I'm just not going to change. It's better just to keep this to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, compartmentalize it. Um, but I, I got out. I moved. I am in New York, and I've been here ever since. And that was one of the best decisions I ever made. <laughs> Having sex with a stranger in Vegas. I I can't believe I said that, but <laughs> it, was it was such a good decision for me, and it had to happen. It was meant to be. Um, so, uh, yeah. Now I'm I'm happily married. And, you know, no regrets, no regrets. Well, that's good. I even think when we do things that are not ethically right, mm-hmm. it, everything happens for a reason. Exactly. And sometimes bad things happen so good things can occur later. Mm-hmm. And I always like to take these kind of secrets and put them in the seven deadly sins, not in the religious sense, but more in the character defects sense. So I'm going to name them for you okay. and let me know if any of these ring true and why. So we have pride, greed, lust, gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. The several. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lust for sure. For sure. Oh, for sure. Um, gluttony in a way just can't well, get two nights. Of two <laughs> nights of nonstop. That is gluttonous. <laughs> well, and it got the ball rolling. I, I didn't stop there. I was I was, you know, I was having more sex than with other people. Um, and it just was like, now I know how to do it again. Okay. <laughs> um, see, pride, I I felt I felt this, I did it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm finding myself. I, I'm proud of, of Here's my question for you to do with the pride. Did you feel like in that last three years of the relationship and the one year of not having sex that you lost that part of you, that sexuality part of you? Uh, yes, I, I would definitely agree with that. It was, um, I, I, it took a little bit of a vacation, <laughs> And I didn't realize it. I didn't know. It just, it just, it happens and you're not, it's, you know, right in front of you and 
you know, you're just going day to day through the motions. I was going through the motions and just kind of turned off my sexuality um, switch. And, uh, you know, something had to turn it on in a big way. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm proud that I, I was able to, to come back. Yeah, full circle. And then we have greed. Well, we said gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. Greedy. Oh, I can't. Oh, maybe I can't stop. <laughs> now you're on a roll. You're like, <laughs> I'm going, I went to New York and I got my mojo back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, envy, uh, envious of, of, of other people in other relationships who had, you know, like a, 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 I think a healthy, loving relationship. I, I envied that. I wanted that for myself. And what was the last one? There's Which, anger and sloth. Oh, anger. Very, very angry. I was angry at my, at my ex or my boyfriend at the time for uh, neglecting me. I felt mm. neglected. I was, um, I was a little angry at myself for letting it happen, for letting yeah. the relationship Yeah, because I was about to say, it takes two to do that neglecting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And in past relationships, I agree. Like, I let the relationships turn into more of a roommate or a friendship mm-hmm. instead of putting the work in Yes. to maintain that connection. Yes, exactly. And what was the last one? Sloth, laziness. <laughs> oh, I was lazy. I, I did not. I, you know, it took it took a couple of years of me just finally getting off my butt and, and doing something, changing my life around. You know, just felt like I was living in a Groundhog's Day situation, and I wasn't doing anything about it. I wasn't acting on my you know need to to be Samantha. You know, I wasn't really owning it, and um, it just. I needed a, a big kick in the, in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and I, I know it, it was a man that helped me get there. It wasn't just that I did it. It wasn't just the guy hitting on me and everything. I like, I made the choices. I acted on it. So it was, you know, it wasn't just a passive decision. I was, you know, definitely very active in <laughs> making those choices. And also, who do you think this secret harmed and who did it benefit? Hmm. Who did it harm? Well, it harmed my ex because I kept it from him for several months. Um, But it it actually benefited him in in a weird way because, let's see, the cat was out of the bag, then we could finally move on with our lives. And he's in the relationship now. I think he's, he's happily married. So we were keeping ourselves from finding the right person. Mm. Um, And then I think my, um, for myself, I mean, it was, I mean, keeping it wasn't the healthiest thing to keep that secret um, bottled up, but I I didn't, I don't know if I felt terrible or not. I just, I didn't really feel anything, but I definitely felt better when it was out. And that's really interesting that you said you didn't feel bad. It was almost like your higher power or whatever allowed you to experience that so that you had to, you couldn't deny what was already present. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It was a, you know, like the powers that be were, they were on my side. <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's, you know, Samantha, you're, um, you know, that's, this is a decision where, you know, the secret is yours and, 
you know, yours to, to hold on to until you're ready. And I, I knew I wasn't going to take it to the grave. You know, it was just something, for, it was me. It was for me. And that's the thing. I just want the listeners to know we're not saying to go out and cheat if you're miserable. Like <laughs> that, This is just her path. I mean, I think honesty is always the best policy. And mm-hmm. that's why we're, I'm doing this is to get these secrets out. But sometimes, like I said, bad things have to happen for major change to occur. Oh, I, I, I would, I wouldn't say or uh, ever give, uh, you know, I would never say that cheating is the answer to, to that sort of, for me, I, it just, that was the answer for me. That was just what needed to happen. Um, you know, it's, it's horrible when I hear about, you know, relationships breaking up because of cheating and things that just didn't need to happen for me. It had to happen. That was the only way I was going to get out of that relationship really end it. you know, that, that just, I, I needed the, I needed the sexuality in my life. I needed to find my, myself and everything, but it's cheating. I don't, I don't condone cheating. <laughs> it's not. I just had to say that because somebody's probably listening and be like, these two yeah. oh, to no. go cheat. No, no, we're not saying that, but I do have one more question for you before you go. If anybody's in an unhappy relationship and the sex is gone and they're feeling depressed the same way you are feeling and stuck, what would be your advice for them? I would say, hmm, surround yourself with a support system. You know, get, talk about it. Talk to your therapist, your best friend, whomever. You need to, to get that support and that advice. Uh, it, try to work it out with your, with your significant other. It just um, you know make if it's, there's no sex, then you know try to initiate. In my case, I wasn't initiating. I wasn't acting on it. Try to initiate. Do things that you know that have worked in the past, and end up, you know you try to find that little spark if you can, and just communication as much as you can. Just communicate. Um, yeah, I'm not the best communicator in a relationship, so uh, that would be. That would probably be the first step. <laughs> Communicate with your with your significant other and your family and your friends, and um, don't be ashamed because you're not having you know sex. It's not a you know there's nothing wrong with you. It's just it's a situation that you're in, unfortunately. And you don't need to go out you know seeking um, you know somebody else's bed. <laughs> it's not you know it's not going to necessarily make you feel better, and it's not going to end up necessarily in, in what happened to me. Um, I just ended and then, you know, it just ended up well for me. I'm lucky in that way. So, you know, if I can go back, I don't know, I would, I might've done a few things differently, but no regrets. It happened and it worked out the way it did for me. That's all I could say, you know? No. And I, I love that. And you're owning it. Like no regrets. We do the things, but we end up where we're supposed to end up. And I would say if someone's, cause I've been in long-term relationships, I would always say, look at your partner, like you're going to date them again, like with new eyes or some them dating somebody else. And it kind of brings that spark back. And if it doesn't, then might need to reevaluate if this is the relationship you want to be with the rest of your life. Yes. But intimacy does take work. <laughs> it does. It, it takes knew? work. Who knew when you're young and single, you, you don't, you think, Oh God, that's, that's just a myth. That's a myth. When you get married. Yeah. 
it is true. It takes a lot of work. Marriage takes takes a lot lot of work. work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 15 years in mine and it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of communication and it takes saying the things that make you uncomfortable that you need from Mm -hmm. your partner. So if you're struggling, please just open the door to communication, like Samantha said, and also owning your truth. Exactly. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your secret with us. I so appreciate it. Oh, thank you. This has been, this has been great. I'm honored that you chose me to, to speak today. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you'd like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. (laughs) 